This is a Nine Block Radio podcast. For more, go to www.nineblockradio.co.za. Hello, I'm Susan, and I'll be going to the various wine farms in the Cape, giving you feedback on what they're all about. Follow us on social media, and we'll soon be your go-to for which farms are most suitable to your wants for a great day out. We're on Instagram as Wines of the Cape, and on Facebook as Wines of the Cape as well. Today we're heading to Somerset West for a visit to Pink Valley Wines. This is a new gem to the area and they are certainly taking the culinary scene by storm. The restaurant has an indoor area but is dominated by a beautiful wooden deck on both sides and both sides have a view of the vineyards and surrounding mountains. The deck on the right being the favourite as it's literally right on the vineyard. Pink Valley Wines have kicked off with just one wine, a delightful rosé. To add something of interest to their selection, they asked a local third-generation distiller to make them a gin-style drink, Mrs. Muller. It's been designed to play with, and boy is it delicious. With 26% alcohol, you can enjoy it on a summer day without feeling the effects. We tried different options, and although I am so over the Fanbush gin craze, I certainly fell in love with this. I had the Honeybush Tonic, and wow, with a Fanbush-style drink, it is soft and easy drinking and smells divine. What a pleasant way to kick off lunch. Zelna guided us through the Mrs. Muller tasting, and this is what she had to say. So our Mrs. Muller is produced in Salambosh. What we, how we got the idea was getting another product into Pink Valley because we only have the one wine. So we worked with a the distiller called Rulf, and he's the third generation distiller of his family. So it's a very passed down recipes and all of that. So the Mrs. Miller, if you taste it um, firstly on just meat, you'll get flavors of botanical and honey. And that's why it pairs so well with different tonics. You, every time you take a glass, every time you come here, take a different tonic and it just shifts the whole taste so much. So you're adding the tonic now because I've got the honey bush, yes. so let's see what that does. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. It's got a lovely, sort of, you know, a good um, Af- African feel to it. <laughs> and it's refreshing. Feel. And what's nice is the alcohol is low and the sugar is low. So, you know, it's a nice drink to have any time of the day. The menu is tapas style, so designed for a fun, lazy lunch. Order a few dishes for the table to share and expect it to be wowed. They chose for us and we were spoilt with the flavour exposure on our table. One dish I asked to try as it looked really interesting and I somehow doubted it could possibly work was their biltong, samp and burenkaas bitterballen. When you think samp, it is so local, I couldn't see how it could possibly work in a dish like this. I was amazed. They're delicious, absolutely delicious. The samp and biltong are subtle in the cheese with a crumbed outside and what a perfect fusion between African and Dutch tradition. For those who like mussels, their mussel dish is also a must, but be sure to order a bread to mop up that mouth-watering sauce. Before I tell you about the amazing desserts, let's not forget about their really easy-drinking rosé. Petri Fenter, the winemaker, tells us all about the wine. Okay, so this is our Pink Valley rosé. Pink Valley is actually the only wine farm in South Africa that only focuses on rosé, so I think this makes us very distinct. And this is a Grenache Shiraz Sangiovese. 
Wine is a very low pH, high acidity, so it gives the wine a lot of tension and length. And the nice thing about the wine is it's extremely fresh, fruity, and elegant. And this is what was the style we tried to make it in. So we want to show that in South Africa you can produce a European Provence-style rosé, and you can still do a proper premium rosé off the same grapes, same style. Now I noticed the colour is not as pink as a traditional rosé. How do you yeah. get it to be completely different colours? So the colour is more onion-skinned salmon, mm-hmm. but very little skin contact. I mean, the only skin contact we have is five turns in the press, and it's over and done with. Yeah, so the colours are our main problem from the get-go. That's why we harvest earlier. We don't harvest ripe. Yeah. It's too ripe, we're going to get too much colour. So it's a, the picking date is probably the most important variable in the Pink Valley Rosé. So as you can see, even with one wine, it really does get very technical and Petri puts in a lot of thought to what he does. To end off with our meal, although we were very full already, they brought us the Mrs. Miller Sorbet. Light, fruity and really nice for that not too sweet something after your meal. But if you're feeling the local vibe after your Fainbos Mrs. Miller and your Sam Pitterballen, you have to try their churros and milk tart dip. This is another fusion of Europe and Africa that just works. So if you're looking for that wine farm vibe, but don't want to do wine tasting, head to Pink Valley in Somerset West. Mrs. Muller and a glass of their rosé with that delicious food will be the best decision you can make. Over weekends, please be sure to book ahead as they do get full. Remember, head on to Instagram, Wines of the Cape, or Facebook for Wines of the Cape as well. We've loaded some really great photos of this beautiful estate and their yummy food. Until next week, goodbye. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log on to www.9blockradio.co.za.